All right. So we just finished a great interview with John Maxwell on the power of five for network marketing. And uh, I want to go ahead and bring Chad on. He's not going to be able to be a video, so he's audio only today. But uh, you were in the room with us, Chad, when we actually went through and John taught on this for the first time. Uh, you, you went to Atlanta and we, we were able to sit in the room and I know that you were able to give feedback on, on some of the chapters of the book, and it was, it was an amazing time. Uh, what were some of the things that you took away from that and, and some of the things that you took away from this conversation, you know, a couple of years removed from when we put the book together? With Yeah, well, first of all, Joel, just being in that room that day was life-changing. Like, I, uh, I've gone back to my notes quite a few times and, and taught people on the notes I took from that day, and I feel like just that one day for anyone that truly grasps the, the meat that we got in person that day, which can still be shared to anyone and everyone, um, it's a game changer. It's a game changer because it's just those little tiny tweaks that we can make with how we see things with mindset, you know, which is what he talked a lot about today. And, you know, it's like, it's like what you don't know. We've always been told growing up what you don't know can't hurt you. But what I've come to believe and understand is what I didn't know was keeping me broke. What I didn't know was keeping me unhappy. What I didn't know was not helping me. You know, the book you don't read can't help. The John Maxwell audio you don't listen to will never help you. So being there that day was a game changer. And still today, I just love John Maxwell, 75 years old, continuing to just do the best that he can to share with everyone how they can have a better life and lead a better life. And he had a great example, you know, his father. And then when you, when you get into his backstory, hearing about how uh, Jim Rohn was a mentor to him, John Wooden was a mentor to him. And John Maxwell at one point in life was like anybody listening right here. He was just hungry. Like Les Brown would say, you know, you gotta be hungry. And I think that's it. Some people are just like, they, they just, they're sponges. And I think that's the position. It's kind of like a small child. You know, I think in the Bible, that's why it talks so much about children and being like children. And even as adults, we need to remember what it was like to be a child and be curious and be open and, and listening and hungry. You know, it's so easy when we get older just to get in our routines and just kind of shut off that learning piece of our life. And most people do, honestly, after high school or after college. And they just are like, okay, that phase of my life is over now that I've hit my six feet tall and I stopped growing vertically. I'm going to stop growing inside too. And that was not why we were created. I mean, we only use, Joel, you might use a little more you probably use like five or 6% of your brain by now, but most of us never get past like three or 4%. And it's like, uh, I think the rest of the brain's there for a reason too. <laughs> so maybe that's a clue we could continue to learn. But today I loved how he talked about, uh, you know, leadership is humility. He said the number number one trait in leadership. And, you know, anybody run into that says, oh, I'm extremely humble. Well, that, that means they're not. That's, that's, a proud, that's a proud statement. But, uh, you know, and John always says the more, the, the more he would learn, the more he would understand that he needs to learn and that he's very, very sure. When he was in his 20s, he was sure about everything because he was in his 20s. But now he's in his 70s. He's very sure only about a few things but those few things he's very sure about now because they've been proven over time. And, you know, he talks about how our mentality in the United States is we get very goal oriented and we want to hit the finish line and we want to check that box. Yep. Accomplished that, got that done. But for what? I mean, and we're trained to, to go to work for 40 years, you know, so that we can live off of 40% of our income that we could barely live off of for 40 years. And that's like the dream. 
that's the script that we've been given so we can retire. And what does retire mean? Just lay down and let someone come bring us drinks and, you know, on a beach and wherever. And that's not a fulfilling life. I know so many people, Joel, they retire for like six months and then they're so bored, they go do something else because they're like, oh, this whole retirement thing isn't what I thought. So I think the point of life is to figure out what our calling is in our life and to get involved in our calling. And then you never want to retire until you're fully retired when you're, uh, you know, when you're in the cemetery, that's when you're retired, I guess. So uh, I hope tomorrow gets better isn't a very good strategy. And he talked about how you have to grow to the next level. You can't go to the next level. And I love that he uses the word grow because the word grow means change. Like we have to, you don't just automatically grow. You have to intentionally grow. And so to go to the next level, it's very, it's an intentional thing. It's like he says, you can't drift to the top of the mountain and all things worthwhile are uphill. And uphill means that we have to gain ground, which is a very, it's, it's a, it's a picture of like taking action and changing and growing and fighting. It's like, I love, I love how I heard that one time, if, you know, we just watched the Super Bowl. If you and I went down to 50 yard line, Joel, and you handed me a football and said, okay, run over there. And I ran past the goal line. Uh, I guess it would be considered a touchdown, but it wouldn't feel the same as if I did it. And I had some 400 pound dudes trying to kill me. And I had to, you know, turn and twist and jump and grind and fight to get through there. Now it's worth something because I had to fight for it because I had to go through a process and I had to experience a little bit of pain in the, in the process, you know, and a lot of people discipline is pain to a certain degree. So a lot of people say, Oh, I'm out on that one. I don't want the pain. I just want the reward. And there is no reward without pain. So, you know, he mentioned a couple of things that he talked about how his dad had three jobs, three part-time jobs during the depression when nobody had jobs. And how did he have jobs? Because he showed value first. He offered his services first, you know, uh, I think in, in paraphrase, this is paraphrase, but basically Jesus says service to many leads to greatness. You know, he told Peter, feed my sheep, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. And so like John was saying, you have to show value first. And you don't even have to show that much because nobody's showing it. He said, you don't have to run, you have to sprint. You can walk, just walk. You don't need to even run to set yourself apart from the herd. And that's so true in every area of life. And so you know, I've just put here, uh, do you, do you want, I mean, I guess the question, first of all, is do you want to walk out the fullness of the calling and destiny on your life? Because you have to answer that question. If you do, then you'll lean into that, you know, and, in in certain parts of life, you'll know you're on right, the right track or the wrong track. It's like, if we're going through life and we get a fever. That's our body saying, Hey, hello, something's not quite right here. Maybe uh, drink some more water or maybe rest a little more, maybe evaluate, how, how you're living your life because, you know, you've got this going on with your life right now. So you got to, you got to figure that out. It's kind of the same. If there's no money in your bank account, then your finances are sick. So if your finances are sick, something needs to change. You know, if, if you want things to change, then, then you have to change. And so he says the values I have inside of me, which is the core of who we are, determine how I look at you. Values determine perspective. And I think this was, a, I don't want anybody to miss this part because this is so, so important. You have to go back to your philosophies. You have to go back to your values and you have to look inside yourself and understand how you view yourself because you'll never, ever view others higher and better than you view yourself. 
you know, hurt, you hear the saying hurt people, hurt people. So if you're hurting inside, that's, you got to deal with that first. You have to, you have to help yourself first. Same if you're in an airplane and the oxygen masks fall down, you might think, well, I want to give the mask to my three kids first. Well, no, you're not going to be any good to your three kids if you pass out. So you have to put the mask on yourself. And in the same way, you got to hand, you got to help yourself out. You got to get your values right because your values are contagious, good or bad. And they will infiltrate your, your inner circle. They'll infiltrate your family, your children and everything. Success is all about me, which is a, it's a black hole. You can, because once you have success, you want more and you want more and you want more because what's going on really on the inside needs to be worked on. Significance is all about giving. It's all about others. It's all about how many others can I help, which is living the higher life. And that is what actually leads to happiness as being significant. So it's shifting from inward to outward, being an encourager. Uh, and the last thing, kind of a uh, little, little uh, thing to think about here is, you know, there's so many people in this world, if you're driving down the road and let's say you're in Colorado. And I know some of you on here might live in Colorado, but if you've never been to Colorado, you got to go. There's just, you go around a corner and you'll look, you know, maybe the sun's going down or the sun's coming up and you see the mountains and you're just like, wow, you're just wowed. Right. It's like an aha, aha moment. Like it's like a God must be real because look at this. This is beautiful. I mean, I remember being in Alaska, driving down this five and a half hour drive from Anchorage to Valdez to go halibut fishing. And we're just driving through these mountains and we're just like, whoa, wow. Well, if you're if you're if you're good on the inside, then you can see the beauty on the outside. If you're not good yet on the inside, you might look at the windshield and go, man, those wipers just won't get those bug guts off the windshield. And you're focused on the bug guts. That's all you can see is the bug guts. You can see the the, the little tiny thing that's right in front of you and you can't see the big picture. It's kind of like chickens and eagles, Joel. You know how chickens, they, they're, they're living in their three-foot world. They look down and all they see is what they're pecking at. And they're like, their world is so small. And you look at eagles and eagles are up there and they're looking down at the chickens and they see for miles and miles and miles and they're just flying through the air. So don't be a chicken, be an eagle. And I'll leave it at that, Joel. That's, that's a good place to leave it. You know, stop being chickens, be eagles. Um, guys, this is, this is such a, a great conversation because of the fact that some of the most important things we have to do, not only as leaders, but as new leaders and new people coming into network marketing is some of the foundational things that if Chad and I look back, you know, 10 years we wish we would have found out sooner. These are some of the things that you're learning every time you come on here. And one of the things that he talks about specifically was, you know, growth, having a growth mindset. Guys, we talk about it nonstop. That's the whole reason why we do these trainings in this podcast is to help you grow. And the reason why is because most people's growth mindset is turned off by the time that they're 12. We, we are out of the box thinkers. We're divergent thinkers until about age 12. And that at age 12, we all of a sudden become convergent thinkers and start looking for people to give us validation of the thoughts that we're having. So the first step that you can do is become a growth-oriented person. And when you become a growth-oriented person, it will set you apart. Like he was saying, you know, nobody has to run anywhere. All they have to do right now is walk in a direction and people will begin to follow them. 
you know, when he's talking about it, it says only growing leaders have the ability to grow their teams. So if you're having a problem with your team growing right now, maybe you should take a look at your personal growth and see if your leadership and your growth is the reason why your team isn't growing. You know, he talks about the self-imposed finish line. The, if I get to this promotion, everything will be better. And we know that that's not the truth. You know, we got to Black Diamond and then we got to Double Ambassador. And, you know, those things are what most people would consider finish lines. And guys, for those, they're just mile markers for us. They're just things and accomplishments along the way to changing lives that take place when you start using that as your focus. And this pretty much revolved around the, the one topic in, in the power of five. So of the five things that John talks about, and I'll, I'll go over them, they're right here in the book. The five things and the five powers that he has to put together for this is the first one is on growth. Power number two is connection. Power number three is on mindset. Power number four is on leadership. And power number five is significant. And the question was, was, John, if you could go back, what would be the number one thing you would sit down and talk with somebody about when it comes to planning out a path for success? And because John Maxwell is such a leadership guru, you think the automatic answer would be focus on, on growth or focus on leadership. And he said, the number one thing he would talk to people about is their mindset. And he said, not just minds, not, not just your mindset and your thoughts, but your perspective. He said, how you view things is how you do things. He said, what you have before you isn't your limitation. It's how you view what is before you. So your mind is what ultimately is the catalyst behind all of the things. So if you think you won't, you won't. If you think you will, your mind and, and your circumstances will find a way. He said the problem that people fall into is they're, uh, they're setting up expectations that are unfulfillable. He said most people set expectations that life should be easy and that things should be easier. Your business should be easy. Your promotion should be easy. Getting somebody to join your team should be easy. But the fact of the matter is, is life is supposed to be difficult. And the moment that you accept that, it no longer becomes difficult. Because when your expectation is that everything is supposed to be easy and it isn't, there's this thing called the expectation gap. And that expectation gap between what you think it is and what it actually is there's this frustration that begins to develop. So the easiest and the simplest thing that you can do is come to the acceptance that life is supposed to be difficult. And now you can move forward with a mindset of finding out how to overcome those difficulties, not thinking that everything should just come your way. Ooh, man, I got that one started like 15 times. Decisions are easy when you know what your values are. Guys, the more that values the, and the, the more that you have values on the inside, you know, we, we talk about all the time that 
most people come on these Zooms and come on these trainings and come on these podcasts looking for tips and tricks. And the things that we're wanting to convey to you and the things that we're wanting to teach to you are values and principles because values and principles are lasting. Tips and tricks only work for a season. They only work for a small amount of time. And sometimes if you think about it, people don't want to be tricked. So when you base things on values and principles, you have more on the inside of you than on the outside of you. So the more values and principles you have on the inside, the less validation that you will seek on the outside. You know, John's dad taught him these three things. And he said, every day value people, believe in people and unconditionally love them. And if you start your day off with those thought processes, you can't help but begin to have success because you're putting people in front of your needs. And when that happens, your needs are met. He said, fill your day with anticipation and you will never need self-discipline again. He talks about how he gets up at five o'clock every day to write. And it's not because he's so disciplined at getting up in the morning to write. It's that he's so excited to get up because he knows that the moment that his pen starts hitting the paper, something's going to come out that could drastically change somebody's life. Guys, if you think about your business that way, you have such an opportunity to offer somebody. You should be excited to get up in the morning to share this opportunity with somebody because you don't know whose life it will change. You know, the only thing that I wish would have happened sooner was somebody would have shared this with us much sooner than we did. The company was around for eight years before we had ever heard about it. Do you think if I would have found out about it eight years prior, we would have been so much in a better position than we were when we were standing in food lines, when we were failing for bankruptcy, when we were losing everything? The one thing that somebody could have handed out to us and given us a hand up could have changed everything. That is the excitement and the anticipation and the expectation you should have each morning getting up with the opportunity that you have in your hand. He said, anticipation, if I could say that right, anticipation brings a mindset of expectation. So once you start anticipating things, your expectation for how things turn out becomes so much better. He said, be a belief magnet, be an anticipation magnet, and all of a sudden the expectation that people have for you brings a better outcome. He said, what you expect is what you get. You know, we talk about this all the time. If, if you expect bad things to happen, if you're, if you're expecting things to not go your way, you will almost uh, discount the things that could have changed that expectation. But when you start looking for things and expecting them to work out and to get better and you have a positive mindset, all of a sudden your brain and your surroundings start opening up to the opportunities of the things that you're expecting. And then finally, the thing that he talks about is significance. And this is one of the most important things that I try and convey to people all, all the time is you can get only so far in this business when it comes to success, because what we know is that success is about me and significance is about we. So you need to have a desire to change people's life sooner rather than later, because if you don't, your success will fill up with emptiness and you will start searching for something that only significance can fill. So guys, that's one of the things that I want to impress about on you today is I want you to go out and make a difference with people because of the fact that when you do that, it fills you up. 
So guys, I hope this really helped you. Uh, I, I love it. It's an amazing book, guys. Go out and look for it. It is John Maxwell's The Power of Five for Network Marketing. If you're having trouble finding it, direct message me. I can help you find it. Uh, guys, go out and make it an amazing week. I hope your week is as amazing as you are. We'll see you again soon, guys.